0: Hey neighbor come on in it's seed starting time it's my well one of my favorite times of year I love spending time in the greenhouse right now you can catch me in the afternoons in the greenhouse I got started yesterday and I'm full-fledged seed starting and uh, We're gonna be talking about some tips and tricks and maybe some things that you didn't know on some particular type plants on how to start them today. February.
1: it's that time
0: it's that time and you know I, I caught myself yesterday and I think this is true of everybody at store. we always go crazy me especially because I got a whole box near of, of experimental seed to plant and then I got things in the seed room I want to plant so I catch myself going and getting different kind of seeds I want to plant Everything, but I had to really concentrate and draw myself back down because I only have so much room. I don't want to do so much. And you got things you want to plant. I
1: know. I just lay there at night thinking about. Well, if I plant this now, is it going to be done? Because you got all those brassicas. Yeah. And I'm afraid if I plant them now, then I'm going to.
0: We just don't have enough garden spots. What a conclusion I've yeah. come to in the garden yesterday. I, I'm
1: trying to prioritize. Yeah. My. uh and there's certain things I don't need to plant this year and things that I do
0: so I got things that the breeders have sent us that want us to try and see if we like them and then I got things that I want to grow that I can show people how great they are so I got a dilemma with them myself there. but tomatoes all oh, tomatoes Have and you pepper. planted your tomatoes yet? I planted a, a new variety I'm not willing to say what kind it is but uh, Cicada has come out with a new tomato and uh, they started telling me about it about a month ago and they sent me some seeds so I'm trialing it out. I planted a <clears> thing, <throat> we're gonna grow it out. But I'm gonna, today I'm gonna plant, today I'm gonna plant some of the, I'm gonna plant yellow boy, I gotta plant yellow boy. The new yellow boy plus, I'm gonna plant that. Oh man, I don't know what else, but I know I'm gonna plant that one. And I got uh, three or four more experimental varieties I'm planting, I'm gonna plant, t- today I'm gonna plant yellow boy plus, I'm gonna plant tie dye.
1: Well, Berkeley
0: tie-dye. Yep. You
1: don't need it three or four of those. Don't need
0: many of those but I'm gonna plan for you to give them away. Yeah. So I talked to a buddy of mine yesterday that come by and got some seeds in and, and he's about my age. He actually we ended up at the same place eating dinner yesterday. He's a salesman for KMC and, uh, and we got talking and he says you know I love to grow plants and I grow way more than I need but I just enjoy giving them away. I said man I do too. I enjoy giving plants away so uh, some of those unusual stuff I like to give some of the family and friends and neighbors. So I got people that always come, Greg, you got some money plants? They know that you're
1: going to have to play yeah, yeah. yeah. plants. So, yeah.
0: I, I do enjoy I enjoy growing them. I, I think in my previous life, I was a greenhouse grower. <laughs> I think I was a greenhouse grower.
1: You know, it seems like it was just, we were talking about, um, lost the train of thought there. <laughs>
0: got a senior morning
1: yeah I had a senior morning you know it, we say it'll be time to start seeds for for you know it and, and is, here
0: it is, is can here. you
1: believe it's already the end of
0: February well I'm already when I was working in my garden yesterday I was already to the point of thinking about planting sweet corn I within two weeks I will probably be planting sweet corn in two weeks Whoa. so yeah it's it's getting a punchless right here but I've enjoyed it's been a long winter mm-hmm. time to get her done Alright, so we're gonna be talking about some of those things. We got some unique things to talk to you today about certain crops Because there's certain crops that you need to germinate different and maybe even if you are an experienced seed starter We may give you a couple of tips that will make your process easier But first of all folks, we have got knife of the week or as I call it blade of the week blade. All right I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about this right here. This is my the knife. I've had the longest This right here is an old-timer shop. Sharp finger and that knife right there folks is one of the best knives I, this thing is probably in the neighborhood of 45-50 uh, years old Love. I've had it cleaned up and redone a few times But that one right there has cleaned a many a rabbit and a mini of a squirrel in its lifetime. So
1: how old were you when you got this?
0: I don't remember and that's a shame. I had other lives when I was young, but Who I got it
1: for you I
0: don't I think I bought it. I don't remember. I wish I had a, a great story behind it, but
1: you should have made up one. I should have made up
0: one. But I,
1: when I was ten yeah, years yeah.
0: old, yeah, uh, I don't know if I bought it or what, but uh, that knife right there has been with me for a long, long time, and it
1: needs a good story.
0: Yeah, anyhow, yeah, it's one of the best skinning knives I think there ever was. Is that the
1: one you had to end up killing that deer with that time?
0: No, that's what, not that one. <laughs> See,
1: that would be a good that story. That would be
0: a good story. This one right here is one of the old USA-made old timers, which they hard to come by anymore, but this is this has got a lot of sentimental uh, value to me right there because I've used this knife probably more than I have anything you know every now and then I still get it to clean fish with but it's a skinny knife but I've told you that thing so they don't make these anymore but few years ago I found this is exact type knife right here I found this right here so there's a company in Alabama called Alabama Damascus mm-hmm. and you can actually buy the blanks from them and finish your own knife out so I bought a blank exactly like that one right there <clears throat> but it's Damascus steel there if you see the Damascus is swirling there and I had a buddy of mine that's a knife maker put a, a teak handles on it right there the handle materials is what come out of our daughter's house for the flooring uh-huh yep so That right there had some old wood so he made this for me. It turned out really nice So this is this is USA made so you can still buy this this right here these blanks right there make that so Old timers start to make them again in USA But it's not exactly the same knife as these old ones are so I don't I've not bought one I've seen them but these things right here if you could find one on eBay or whatever these old USA made Old timers, they are really nice that that knife right there is a Awesome knife. Could you sharpen just a little bit? It was pretty sharp, but it's been it's been around and it ain't We're not warm much But anyway, that is the blade of the week And I'm sure every fella out there my age older has got an old knife put back somewhere that he's got fond memories of You know the knife brings back memories of what we did. With, I can remember we used to rabbit hunt a lot squirrel hunt And I always took this knife with me every time All right <laughs> moving on so what's uh? You was out there working in the garden a couple of days ago, pretty hard. What you got going on out there? You, you transitioning as as well as me.
1: Just I guess kind of been walking around thinking.
0: Thinking. What am I pulling going to do?
1: weeds? Sitting there thinking. You know, if I plant this, plant this. I need to go out there with a piece of paper and a draw out.
0: Like we told everybody else yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, sometimes when I put it down on paper, yeah. it makes a lot more sense. I'm
0: going to plant my potatoes this week. Got my potatoes mm-hmm. laid out, cooked. I got them uh, dried out and cheated, as we say. They're cheated. So I'm going to plant my tomatoes this week. I'm getting my corn spot ready. I've already got my place laid out for my tomatoes this year. Uh, We don't need as many
1: as we had last year. We
0: don't need as many, but you know how I am with tomatoes. Also, I am planting a something for you this year. I am planting a cantaloupe called Tasty Bites. We just got a huge shipment of Tasty Bites in and that is a small cantaloupe, but it has more of a tropical flavor to it, kind of like a mango more than a regular cantaloupe. Have you ever
1: grown cantaloupe?
0: I've grown cantaloupes, but I've never grown this one before. And the reason I've never grown many cantaloupes is because I don't like cantaloupes. I love cantalips. She loves cantaloupes, so I'm going to grow her patch of tasty bites this year. They're small, supposed to be really, really delicious, never grown them before. We sell the worlds of those things, hmm. and we just got a new shipment in, so I'm excited about that. I'm also growing a, a. the breeder wants me to grow a particular watermelon, and I'm going to grow it this year and see if we like it, and uh, we do, we'll carry it for next year. So I'm going to plant me a patch of watermelons, and you a. Uh, Spot of tasty bites. In the back back right there. Mhm. Yeah. All right. So let's get into seed sorting. The first thing I want to show you all, folks, is this right here. Now, this is something that we just got into a couple of years ago, Last and year. I grew me a huge pot of this in a grow bag of this celery right here. And this is Tango celery right here, oh, and it's done well. And you know. One big rope bag of this is enough. Yeah, and
1: you can eat the leaves on this too. I've
0: noticed my stalks may not have gotten Quite as big as the one in the grocery store But we have cut and come again on this right yeah. here you cut it and it comes again But I will tell you this it's not near as stringy as what you buy in the grocery store. Look at there as I say that I'm gonna pull some <laughs> strings out I don't know if it's because we harvested it at a younger, younger well, age.
1: I've harvested a bunch of it already.
0: But it didn't seem to be quite as stringy although I did pull some off of that mm-hmm. so to grow your celery it's pretty easy to grow it can be challenging excuse me hmm can be
1: challenging because
0: because it's hard
1: to germinate it's
0: hard to germinate the seeds Sierra are face. small tango celery okay I didn't have any trouble growing this celery because I reached out to some professional growers I got two friends that grow celery for the professional farmers. I reached out to them and got some insight before I started and I'm gonna Share that with you guys today. Okay, this is what you do with tango celery or any celery seed You press it in at the top. You don't cover it very much at all You can cover it with just a little bit of perlite or you cannot cover it at all just kind of press it in the top but you don't want to plant it like you would tomatoes or peppers or other things like that Also, and here is the really weird thing it germinates at 55 to 65 degrees mm. Which is just about unheard of but it is the ticket to germinate the it takes about six days for it to germinate So it's not a fast germinator, but don't give up on it 55 to 65 degrees is, is ideal temperature for germination. So if you plant it shallow keep it wet and keep it at 55 to 60 and the higher the humidity the better but there's not a lot we can do about that sometimes if you can use a dome that's fine but you want a high humidity but you don't want a very high temperature like you would with other things and you can get them to pop up out of the ground there and grow your own celery. Celery has been fun for many years. What size pot do you think I grew that in? Uh, four. No,
1: it's 15 Fifteen
0: gallon, 15 gallon. Yeah. and we grew for the two of us. We've grown plenty of celery. Yeah, and
1: I've got some that was planted a little later That's, that's coming
0: on down there. Alright another one that can be tricky is tobacco folks And I just picked up one of these we got several different varieties I just picked this heritage gold up just to let y'all know I Grew tobacco last year. We started carrying tobacco a couple of years ago it's fun. It's a novelty item grew grow in the garden. I grew it last year. It's it's fun. Now, I didn't end up doing a whole lot with mine, but I just grew it. It's a great conversation piece. I think you could make a tincture. out of it for insect stings or something like that if you'd like to smoke it, or whatever. So be it I don't smoke.
1: You know, I had some down in the, um, what
0: do you call the, it? We just threw back there.
1: Just threw back there because I had extra plants. And it was in the shade, and it lasted up until that really cold freeze
0: yeah it didn't get as tall as what mine got but it, it survived no, but
1: it, it had the leaves it had the mm-hmm. flowers it was just pretty
0: yep
1: and if i had an insect bite i just went right down there and
0: it got you some off and you had to get the juice out of it mm-hmm. to put on the insect bite but anyhow tobacco seeds are another one of those that's hard to germinate here's the keys to it you don't cover it up press it into the top don't cover tobacco seeds keep it misted keep it wet now, you're going to germinate tobacco at about 85 degrees like you would any other vegetable, but the key there is to not cover it up and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. So, there's a couple things there that may help you on some of that. Now, let's talk about watermelon seeds because watermelon seeds every year is a hard thing. Your regular seeded varieties are no pretty dick, pretty them easy. Cover them. You can use vermiculite, is what we recommend. But if you're getting a pinch, you can use anything to come up with and you can get them up. Our sangria or our yellow dolls, any of those, man, they pop up real easy. When we get into seedless varieties, a totally different story.
1: Their seed is physiologically
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Different.
0: Physiologically, <laughs> you had to say it quick. Quick, you don't F- think about yeah. it.
1: The seed is actually hollow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a whole different dynamic right planting
0: those yeah so so there's some tricks to do this and even with the tricks it can be
1: yeah hard i had do. trouble last year yeah. even with the tricks because we the two weeks i did it we had to leave for a couple days and you just can't you
0: can't, you can't do it no you, got,
1: you just can't you've got to kind of babysit it
0: yeah you want to cover it use vermiculite now some of the growers tell well, well, me there's
1: there's two keys to okay, it okay go ahead okay One, since
0: you're was successful with it you're going
1: right. First key is moisture. You've got to have just the right of moisture,
0: not too wet, not, not
1: too wet. If you can squeeze it and there's any water comes out of it, it's too wet. That holly seed's gonna rot. hmm Um. So you and you don't water it until it germinates. Well,
0: you water it the first time. You oh, want yeah, your, your, your moisture in your soil, yeah. but you don't water it again and again like we would regular seeds. No,
1: and and I want You want to get your soil. To the right temperature before you plant it, and the temperature is between 80 and 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. You want to wet that soil with warm water.
0: There's a ticket right here, folks. there, folks. E- even warm when you, water. yeah,
1: when you're germinating, um, and then you want when it pops up, then you'll start watering it again, but not a whole lot.
0: Now once it pops up again, you can treat it like any other watermelon at that point. Yeah, but getting <laughs> it to pop up. Yeah, get it pop up.
1: But the temperature you need eighty to ninety degrees. Just
0: say eighty-five degrees yeah. is a good medium there.
1: And the medium soil medium you need a really light, mm-hmm. not a heavy, for it to push through. It needs to be light and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plant
0: it depth just like you would a regular watermelon and cover that vermiculite is the best way to do it. Warm water people is the key and I'm not talking about hot water. I'm not talking about cold water. I'm talking about pretty warm water I'd say probably 99 to 5 degree water is going to be perfect there and not only on watermelons And I know it may be tough to do on some of these other things But that is a good practice to do on most of the other things too If you can is to use that warm water to help pop them up. You don't want to use it on celery but uh tobacco and all your vegetables and things like that. especially your warm season crops. I wouldn't necessarily do it on my brassicas things, but your things like tomatoes and peppers and all that, if you can use, if you can use warm water. That's well, if
1: you can't use warm you talking about to water it or to start it? Either way, oof. If you can't do it to start it, wet your soil, put it on that seed mat a day before you plant.
0: Great idea and warm it up.
1: And get everything warmed up to the temperature it needs to be.
0: Yep, yep. So on brassicas You know 75 degrees is pretty much perfect on all your brassicas You don't need a lot of heat there on those but your warm season stuff can be finicky especially your hot peppers and things like that so that warm water is a little trick there that you may want to try there It'll help you a lot. Now on all your seed start one thing that you really want to pay attention to and we have We have preached this and preached this is you want good drainage in your seed starting things because you want that water to pass through the last thing you want is waterlogged Seed starting mix because if you do you're gonna have your seeds rot This is good
1: to catch the water, but you don't want well
0: This one actually has the channels in there that will actually let the water come uh-huh. through these channels now Our 12 cell and our 24 cell is the only two that do that It's got the actual channel. But channels. you don't
1: want it sitting in a no Water. So
0: with these right here, you can see there mm-hmm. see these a gap oh, yeah, there yeah. That's what's what's what I like about these but now our bigger cell trays don't have that with the bottom So you want to put your little gap there. You want these things to drain now You can use wire like we use in the greenhouse We'll just set this on some wire and it drains out fine But you want that to pass through or you're gonna have problems with Rottening of course, you don't want it too wet like you say, if you can grab it and hold the water out of it it's too wet it's gonna cause rotten problems but you don't want too dry it is specifically on warm season crop or even cool season crops you want to keep it good and moist
1: never let that soil dry out never
0: let it dry yeah, if you don't have I was problems. starting
1: out with some seeds while I was testing the germination on them and we were gone that weekend had them up here in the office for nobody to see and they got dry one day Yep. And that was the end of it. Yep.
0: That's that's the problem with seed starting. You pretty much can't town. go out of town yeah, with seed's starting. Have somebody you can really depend on if you're going to help you there.
1: Yeah. Talk about water a little bit more. Never let them sit dry out. Um, you can trap moisture with a humidity dome. If you don't have a, well,
0: you can trap humidity with a humidity dome, which is really good.
1: If you don't have a dome, you can take any plastic container. Anything. Yeah, and use it as a trap.
0: You want 85 to 100% humidity if possible. That's gonna Mm help your germination real quick. Peppers are one of the slowest things. Now my tomatoes normally pop pretty quick. Peppers can drag out and take a little bit long. Of course, we know celery and things like it, but as far as warm season crops, peppers normally test me more than anything mm-hmm. else but having that right humidity and temperature is going to help and them. And the hotter for,
1: pepper it is. The
0: longer the it longer takes it for tastes. some reason, the no, yeah.
1: Let's talk about watering on top versus on bottom.
0: Bottom watering which is all the rave. Well, yeah. when
1: the, for, until they germinate, you need to water from the top. You need to water
0: from the top. Until you start getting roots down here in the bottom, bottom watering is not a thing in my book because you got standing water. I'm not a huge fan of bottom water in anyway because it can cause problems However, if you're gonna be gone for a few days and you got to do it It is possible to do a little bottom water once you start getting roots there to the bottom so they can pull it up But you just don't want to overdo it And mm. let's talk about this right here Well, I got it on my mind uh, your mother does this all the time mm-hmm. or used to she'll plant in something like this because it's this the old school Did we cover this on the road road a week or so ago? Mm-hmm. She covered she would plant she would fill this in with potting and soil and she'll go in there and just
1: plant her tomatoes Plant
0: her tomatoes Well, She still does this mm-hmm. and I've talked to her and talked to her and she wants to go in there and tease them out with like a little And look here. I was trained to do it the same way. We was in, in horticulture class. That's what we did it We didn't know any better but we would plant things thick and once they come up you would take a like a little a little metal thing and go in there and tease them out there and pot them up that's the way we used to do things folks there's no need to do that anymore
1: but I think she just enjoys
0: I know but it
1: damages
0: them too much yeah. or it takes too much time Nowadays we have these cells plant you two seeds per cell and go in there and thin one out after it comes up It makes life so much quicker and easier and you don't damage those plants as you try to tease them out of there But I, I get it. We used to do the same thing. Yeah. We didn't know no difference.
1: Yeah, and talking about um, Doing that let's talk about how deep you plant something so we had somebody call yesterday and they had some cucumbers that hadn't came up in like two weeks and we asked well how deep did you plant them and it was like over an inch yep and so we was telling them that was too deep so I was reading trying to help and I came across it said a general rule of thumb is to plant twice let me get this
0: I always heard it twice was twice as once.
1: deep as the seeds are wide
0: now you, you picked out a, a, a bean here a Fort Hook. Now I would not transplant these. This is no, major. no.
1: This would be direct,
0: direct seeded. Direct right
1: but I thought it was big. You could see the size mm-hmm. difference. So you would want to. How deep does it say plant these? An inch, these?
0: which would be about perfect.
1: Yeah.
0: The big seeds you want to plant an inch. Cucumber seeds I probably wouldn't plant, but a half a inch. Half squash inch. seeds, a half inch, they'll be fine. You might give out a little bit more on on uh, squash seeds but the garden situation where you can pop them out of the ground normally the shallower the better yeah oh now we're getting into herbs
1: yeah into herbs now some of the herbs and i don't know if we can see this how little those are
0: most of the herbs are
1: and we do have a sheet on our resource page that says how deep to plant these herbs if they need to be planted under the soil or on the surface?
0: Most of most of the herb seeds you plant on the surface and press in.
1: And just press in. Now some have to be stratified.
0: Yeah so I planted some uh, stevia the other day because we got a new mm-hmm. candy stevia in and I was wanting to grow real bad so I went out and planted it directly and I planted them in these I wish I brought it in here I planted them in these 12 cells right here and I just pressed them in water. And you know they popped in just a matter of three days. Mm-hmm. And come up. But I planted them directly on top. I took my finger lightly and just pressed them in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so do you know what you're doing when you stratify something?
0: Stratification. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do.
1: What is it? Yeah.
0: Stratification is the process of tricking that seed with cold, cold temperatures.
1: It's to mimic the natural cycle. Mm-hmm. So you, you want it to come up at this date. So four to... Four weeks is a good time to put it in the fridge, get those cold hours in, and then when you put it out there in that warm soil, it thinks, "Whoa, it's my
0: time. I learned the stratification word probably 25, 30 years ago. You know why? Because we used used to uh, grow pecan trees, Mm -hmm. and we had to stratify, stratify. Stratification was a process we used on pecans to get them to germinate. We would stratify them to get them to pop up a little bit quicker.
1: So the ones that I did last year, and I had some success and some failure, my passion flower, I never did get to germinate. That's on my to-do list. Um, lemon balm is one that you would need to do.
0: To do what?
1: To stratify.
0: Stratify is the process of putting them in the freezer or refrigerator for a few days. Yeah. How many days? Does it rule there?
1: Uh, at least four weeks. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. At least four weeks.
0: And that makes the
1: the uh it tricks the
0: makes the seed think it's went through the wintertime, which is its like natural it. progression. Think about this right here. The seed falls off the plant in the fall, it lays there on the ground through the wintertime, and then it pops up through springtime. So if you put it in that cold temperature for four weeks and then bring it out, it thinks, like, wow, winter's it's, over it's with now. Time. It's my time. I got yeah. to come up.
1: Um the ones you do need to stratify is echinacea, passion flower, chamomile, lemon balm and lavender
0: mm-hmm and you want to germinate those about 85 degrees hmm okay sounds good pretty much for the rule of thumb on germination temperature is going to be 85 degrees on everything except cool season crops and tango celery or any celery.
1: Um, let's put up planting timing mm-hmm. which we kind of covered it too early too late if you do it too early you're gonna have these Leggy.
0: I see it all the time. On seedlings our, yep.
1: that have outgrown, and what are you going to do? Is stunt their growth.
0: So what happens every year? We got people right now in our row by row group that have done this, and it happens to people that's just getting started in seed into seed start because they get so excited they jump the gun. Uh, my friend Wes last year jumped jump the a big time and I told him I said Wes you're jumping the gun here If you plant your your plants too early, then they're just gonna get root bound So the, the, you will learn after a period of time your ideal planting time for us right now in zone 9, even in zone 8 It's time to plant your peppers and your tomatoes. Now I'll plant watermelons in probably about a week Because I'm about a week late on my tomatoes. I don't want really to plant them around the 15th I plant my watermelons in end of February so
1: you're planting them four to six weeks before our last frost date.
0: Well, I can pop. Now this is me, I, and everybody may be different. How long it takes them to grow a plant out. I can grow a watermelon plant out in four weeks, pretty easy. I can grow a tomato plant out in six weeks, pretty easy. Now sometimes it takes me a little bit longer on my pepper. Sometimes it don't. Peppers can be a little iffy for me. But that's me. So that's my perfect time for me. And I plant these watermelons out first of April. Everything's wonderful. Hmm.
1: What about what kind of soil do you plant it in?
0: Seed starting mix. Uh, you want a good Preferably sterile seed starting mix. Now we have our Hoss uh, seed Start mix has some additives in there But you want to be careful about getting too many additives because you don't want a hot mix Our Hoss premium seed start mix has some nutrients in there, but it's 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 organic nutrients It's not going to be very it's not gonna be a hot mix You don't want a hot mix because it's going to potentially burn your plants. Mm -hmm. A sterile mix is fine. That way all your uh, pathogens are dead inside that. A lot of your commercial mixes will be sterilized so that you don't have any pathogens in there. And that is great for popping those seeds up because seeds need no nutrients to come up. Now once they come up and we see those leaves, it's time we have to start feeding them. Nutrients at that point. The
1: first set of true leaves. First
0: set of true leaves. It's time to get them on. them But it, it takes zero nutrients to get a seed to sprout to and come up. So it's not important there. I like to use kind of a fluffy mix. I like the uh, the Sun is a wonderful mix for me. I like kind of a fluffy mix. I, some people can get by with using a denser mix. I know Jiffy makes a different uh, a denser mix that a lot of people like. I just never have used it much, so I don't. Worry. I, I just don't know. I like the real the uh the fluffier mixes so they don't compact. Not the big chunks. Not the big chunks. The difference in the seed start mix and the pot mix so I I would suggest using a seed start mix normally it's a lot finer, finer Mm -hmm. ground.
1: And I
0: always wet it first. I wet mine first because some of these soils and there's a fancy word for it starts with an H where it won't accept the water there, and they'll just roll off of it. So I like to wet mine several times before I plant, so that soil gets where it accepts the moisture in there. Some of the commercial growers use wetting agents in there. Hmm, really? Yep. For the, for the home garden, it's not really feasible, but for the uh, big boys, they yeah. use that.
1: And we touched on this a little bit, but know what temperature that needs to germinate at, um,
0: and then supplement that with with a heat mat if possible. So. And a domes wonderful, but pull that dome off when you see green coming up and, and move on from there.
1: Because you sure, want
0: some circulation at that point.
1: Yeah, make sure you have enough light. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now one of the big things, you mentioned want to look about going out of town, this is what happens sometimes. You go out of town and they pop up while you go and you get back and you start to get leggy plants, you're in a mess. Yep. Just might as well start over. Yep, so as soon as, as soon as you see any green, even if they're not all of ours, go ahead and get them out and get them underneath some light.
1: Once you get those seeds started and say it's been four weeks and you're getting ready to plant them, what do you need to do?
0: Harden them off at that point. So I normally back off my fertilizer and back off my moisture at that point. And sometimes I'll move them out of the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. So if my greenhouse is full, which it normally is because I'm growing all kind of stuff, I will take my large plants that's ready. I'll move them outside so they get... Acclimated to the the regular temperature out there. I'll back off my water in a little bit And I'll definitely back off fertilization What that does is cause that root system in there to get a little bit denser so that you can pull them out of the pot better We call that hardening off. That's the process you want right before you plant them into the ground
1: Right and you want that air circulating building that strong plant mm-hmm. you want them moving And a lot of times we don't have to do this because our greenhouse sides let up right. and that gets plenty of air mm-hmm. but in your house um, you can just put a small fan on them until you're ready to move them out. And if you don't have a greenhouse, you can start hardening them off by moving them out a couple hours a day. Yeah,
0: yeah, and back yeah in at night absolutely, cool. if you got time, that's a good practice yeah. to do. So fair we have it folks. Patience is the last thing. Don't give up sometimes. Some of these things take a little bit longer than others. So give us patience.
1: Oh, and thin your seedlings.
0: Yeah, I always. Now I normally if I like I did yesterday, I had a little extra seed, so I put it. Well two it's best
1: to time. always plant two.
0: And then come back and thin them out. Yeah. Yep.
1: Either snip it off or thin it
0: out. So there you have it, folks. Seed starting. It's time. Get excited about it, get there, do it. Learn how to do it. And you will be so proud of yourself, and it's an enjoyable practice. We got some new products in. Oh, we do. All right, folks. We've been waiting on this for a long, long time, and what we have is some new microgreen trays. And the microgreen trays are five by five and ten by ten. We have them in two colors. We have them in black and horse red. Now, when you put these two colors together, what do you get? (laughs) You get Georgia Bulldog colors, right? So you can either you can order either one they come with and without holes so you got the ones with holes and the one without holes and they have the channels in there that we talked about earlier on the other ones so that you can put them in there and there's a little bit of rays in there so it gives that gives that uh, a, a place for your moisture to come out of there and act as it should which is a catch pan. Five by fives and then we got the ten by tens. Same thing with these we got, I'm gonna use the red ones here. Get this right here We got the blacks and the reds with holes without holes you see the channels right there? You Put it in there and that gives that again somewhere for your moisture to come out you water to come out and use it as a catch basin. These things are made in USA. So for why people,
1: why would you want to use this size?
0: Well, you know, for, some people may not. Size. We got the ten, we got the ten by twenties, which is the standard trays. But if you're doing a classroom, or you're doing something like that, or you just want to try a little small variety of something you may not used before and see if you like it, or you may not need a whole, you may not have room for a ten by uh, a ten by twenty. So these. So are, if
1: you use these
0: four of them will not sit down, no mail. nope nope you can't put four of these inside there you can put these inside the 10 by 20 trays but not the 10 by 10s there you have it folks we're just excited to get these just this week we've got these in we've got them on the side here so there you have it 10 by 10s 5 5s perfect for school rooms perfect for people that don't have a lot of room no excuses why you cannot be growing your own microgreens and one more thing we got in folks Is these fiber mats. Yep. Hemp fiber, not the kind of hemp that most Mm -hmm. people think. (laughs) But these are the hemp fiber mats and this is used to grow microgreens. Now there's a couple different ways you can grow microgreens. You can grow it with soil or you can grow it with hemp mats and they as benefits and drawbacks to either one. Now what I like about these are these are the five by five so they drop right into these right here perfectly so that you can grow them there. Let me see if I can get it around a little bit, but there you go in there, so that you can grow on these right here, put them inside right there and grow you. You just sprinkle your seeds. Sprinkle your seeds and wet them in. And now I would normally put me another one on top to hold it down until they started coming up. The benefit of these are, You know, if you've ever tried to do microgreens inside with the dirt, the dirt gets everywhere. So it is nasty now If I'm gonna do microgreens with soil I do it outside and bring them in because you talking about making a mess now I can make a mess But with these right here, you can do the entire process inside Another good thing about these is you don't have to worry about dirt on your microgreens when or soil on your microgreens when you harvest them and you can harvest more of them because when they sprout up there you got a lot thinner area there that you can harvest so you can get closer to the base there and still Well get too you stems. can
1: pick up this whole mat and harvest. Oh,
0: yeah, these are compostable So when you get through with them, you can post them. the white part there goes down You go now the drawbacks to these are they don't hold moisture as well as soil does. Soil holds moisture better So you have to wet these a little more often, but they are cleaner. They're very inexpensive They're nice to use. They don't make a mess and perfect for indoor rowing. Just keep in mind you're going to have they to come in
1: this size? Yes,
0: we do. You're going to have to water them a little bit more because they do dry out more. So we have these in the 5 by 5 and we have them in the 10 by 20 This size right here is perfect for the 10 by 20 tray. They do not make this in that size you right just there. Cut it in half. So take your pair of scissors and cut these in half, and you got the perfect size for the 10 by 10 there. So these here are made up in Canada right here. Perfect for somebody getting started or somebody that's doing everything inside as far as growing microgreens there. Takes all the guesswork out of it. I like growing in soil as far as the quality of the plant I can't tell much difference in the quality of microgreens whether I grow it in soil or these but the, uh, the soil does hold the moisture better. Besides that Make up your mind which one you want to use. I use both. If I'm growing outside, I will use the soil. If I'm growing inside, it's definitely the heat mats for me. But we have them all on our website, so go check it out. Garden Spotlight of the Week is Miss Karen Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep, down in Zone 10, Florida. What did Karen grow?
1: She has some collards.
0: And her raised beds. Uh-huh. Wow, look at there. Does she, say, she don't say what kind they are. No, do.
1: she sent us two entries Hey,
0: look at those onions right there You know onions grow well in raised beds. We got a neighbor to screw them in those totes He took those totes, you know what I'm talking about, they cut them in half he's growing a fine crop of onions down there So thank you Karen zone 10 collards and onions and I'm sure she's gonna be planting some spring spring crops mm-hmm. and old goat folks old goat figurine is on set here somewhere if you find it put in comments below and next week we'll have a drawing to see who the winner is last week's winner from the old goat drawing is Charlene Jutras how you say that Jutra
1: J-U-T-R-A
0: Charlene send us your shipping information to Tools. excuse me serve at hosstools.com And you will get a coveted pair of Get Dirty Socks. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Seed start time. Don't be ashamed. Even if you don't normally plant your seeds and you buy all your plants, I'd encourage you to start on a small scale, just something small. Start anything, but just get out there and get started doing it. I think you'll find it extremely rewarding.
1: And let us know what your common seed starting mistakes are. Oh yeah, because I'm sure I'm sure year.
0: that would help somebody.
1: Yeah, something you've learned that you can pass on and help. Yep. Put it in the comments below.
0: Yep. Thank you. Get outside and get dirty.